Yo, uh, welcome to the Detail Project Podcast, episode number 108 with Nico Gonzalez. So this is a, uh, this podcast was interesting because uh, it was the same day as my good friend Young Yogi's uh, 21st birthday. So we gave him a big shout out at the beginning. We started the podcast talking off what we did on our 21st birthday. And uh, we kind of dived into some, some why laws at 21 should be able to drink lower the benefits of that compared to what how they are at 21 anyways but what we came to talk about was new year's resolutions type stuff logan paul's situation in japan the ball brothers played in lithuania and the national championship the alabama and the clemson game not alabama clemson alabama and there's got a lot of people mad at me alabama and georgia um but yeah it's a dope podcast and uh it's probably only like 35, 40 minutes, so it's going to be a dope listen to. But with that being said, let's get into this podcast. Let's go. No, today's the sixth. Bullshit. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Bryce's birthday is the seventh. Shout oh, out shit. to young Yogi Bryce. His birthday is tonight at midnight or tomorrow at ha- midnight. Happy birthday, B. Rice. Yeah, happy early birthday, man. We're doing this podcast just for you. Just for you, bub. Just so you don't have to do a birthday podcast because I think Bryce is already <laughs> shit-faced drunk on the edge of his couch. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to wake up on his actual birthday. Do you remember your 21st birthday? Yes, I do. What was that like? It was lame as fuck. <laughs> Whoa, why was it so lame? Because <laughs> wasn't no one in town, none of my friends are as old as me. So I turned 21 before everyone else. And oh, I only shit. went out like with my brother and my cousin Paul. We went to Applebee's at 12 o'clock. <laughs> Applebee's? <laughs> we went to fucking Applebee's just because it was down the street and it was quick. And then obviously I went to 6th Street the next day. But my actual, 21st, actual birth- 21st birthday. Yeah, I went to Applebee's and got me a few drinks. I think my my actual birthday. Oh no, actually, I came to Sixth Street. I was in San Antonio, but um, I had just broken my clavicle, my shoulder, oh, and so shit. I just had surgery. So I was basically just walking around like this. Don't I, touch I, me. I couldn't do anything. It was honestly a not good way to spend twenty first. But no, all my homies Noah and um, Russell. Shout out to Russell. He drove my car for me all the way to Austin, and shout out to the homie Laredo. They were buying me drinks all night. I, I caught a fade, but um, yeah, it was a good night. 20, 20, turning 21 is like the year where you're basically an adult. Like, that's when it starts. Oh, dude, I thought you said 2021. Oh, no, the year. You fucking tripped no. me out right there. The year, like, when you turn 21 is like, okay. It's actually, I, I would take that back. I say 22. I say like, 22 yeah. because it gives you one year to understand how to consume drugs and be wild. Mm-hmm. And because contr- if you, if drugs. You, yeah. I did that well, when I was 12. Yeah, but in just saying in general, you, oh. you would get exposed to more probably when you're out in that atmosphere. True. Well, drinking and being out in public, yeah, all that. You'll yeah. Be exposed. And you, you really see how the, the characteristic. Oh, dude, you got to put that on silent. That's my bad. People blowing up Nico. Dude, dude Nico's no so one's popular. supposed to be hitting me up. Uh, man, I'm, I'm dead right now. Dude, what do you think about the idea? I was listening to this interesting talk. Um, it was uh, Jordan Peterson. He's just like psychologist and, and biologist. Um, and this, this lady, I forgot her name. She, she works at some university. But she was talking about how a ter- the, when they were older because they were like probably in their they're like in their 50s or 60s when they were older like when our like our parents age they were able to drink at 18 the drinking age to go out to bars was like 18 yep. and they said one of the most beneficial things 
especially now because they were talking about universities and like rape charge cases and stuff like that and being exposed to sex, sexual harassment and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that these frat parties is these kids between 18 and 21, they're going to these huge frat parties where you know hormones are rising, people are drunk, people, gir- girls don't understand guys, guys don't understand girls, and they're all just flaunting themselves at each other. And uh, so she was saying back when they were their age, when they were like in college, age, yeah. they would go to bars and grown ass men are in bars and you're not going to do that in bars because you're going to get checked. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of learn how to be mature and you, you learn those social constructs of what to do and what not to do. There's some and kind was, of structure to it. She was saying that's like a big problem of all these like mm-hmm. college rapes is like them not being able to go out into the real world. They don't know how to act. They, they're, they're, they're in this bubble yep. of this 18 to 21 year old bubble, you know, mm-hmm. where, um, they're basically unchecked and they have all this money and drinks and exactly. they're getting shit face and overdoses and everything. I would and, say and, alcohol poisoning and all that shit. That, yeah. that, that, what, what it happened, they cut you off at a bar. They cut mm-hmm. you off. And the fact that they're able to get all these kegs and cases, they're spending way more money. But if you go to a bar, you're going to be more tighter on your budget because you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm spending all this money. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. You, you slow it down after a while. But still, it's we used to have this discussion all the time in high school where I would be the one against the fact that they changed the law to 21. I was always the one for keeping 18 just because of the fact that if you're able to hold a gun and go shoot someone in the military, why can't you go drink a beer? That, yep. that was always my biggest argument. Like, if, you, if you're given permission to go kill someone, why can't you just drink a beer at home? It's, I, I wonder. Honestly, I don't know what it is. Is it is it because they don't... Someone's calling me. Oh, no, no one's calling me. But is it... Maybe they feel like the brain doesn't fully develop. and But at the same time, it's like, I think you would have to look at studies, look, look at cases. At younger ages, I feel like if you get exposed to stuff, you learn from it. Yeah. And there are going to be extremes where people fuck up and do really terrible shit. But that's extremes on any circumstance, you know? That's just that's going to even happen when you go out to 6th Street. There's going to be a fight. Yeah, regardless. regardless and it could be two grown-ass men, you know? Like, they, I've they seen they that before. They could be in their 40s. Yeah. I mean, does it, they don't have to be in their 20s. But you won't see an 18-year-old trying to fight a, you know, a bunch of 40-year-olds. Nope. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And um, unless they're crazy, then they probably get knocked out. <laughs> well, unless, I mean, the size differential was oh, yeah. on the 18-year-old side, then maybe. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's just interesting how that whole dilemma of the college atmosphere. Because, I, I mean, I've, I've been in that. I've been in San Antonio and just been partying basically till I was 21, a bunch of apartment and house parties. That's all we, me and my friends were doing. Every weekend, I mean, every Saturday and Sunday, every Friday and Saturday, we'd go, we'd know two or three parties and we'd go to them. And it's just, it's, it's just. Well, you, you just know everyone. Well, not everyone. You just know a lot more people. You have a lot more connections to alcohol, like in that environment, as opposed to like when you're younger, like still in high school, when you turn 18, you don't have all of that. Yeah. And it's, a, it's just an interesting concept to think about. So y'all, y'all think about that. And, um. So let's get this podcast started. That was oh, a cool shit. intro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, think, and it's like a new year too. It's like January, beginning of January. Is so, it January? Yeah, New Year's resolutions, man. That's what people are doing now. Is that a thing? I think, to be honest, the I was thinking about this. Ever since the social media has became really popular and older people have been starting to use it and and, oh God, and yeah. starting to filter out all of the the bullshit kind of in society, a lot of this New Year new me is nothing but memes making fun of New Year, New Me. So people kind of don't want to make resolutions, which is a good thing, which is you should want to create a lifestyle, yeah, not just, just a temporary fix. Mm-hmm. Because if you're telling someone, and people are like talking shit, like, oh, if he has a New Year's resolution, you're talking shit on him losing weight, being like, 
I'm not talking shit, but at the same time, I'm not going to really acknowledge it. Cause like, why are you just doing something temporary? Unless you're doing this to start something long-term, like you're going to do or something you lifestyle. said you're going to do over and over again. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> um, yeah. New year's resolutions are interesting. I mean, I, I think one that I have is I just want to save more money so I could take some trips. Um, I'm, yes. I decided to like double of what I'm putting in my savings account every month. So I was like, after the end of this month, I put like double what I normally put a hundred dollars in. So I put $200. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to try to do that so I could save more money. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's a smarter thing to do. I mean, uh, that was one of my resolutions too. Is, I mean, last year was one of the first times as an adult, like you say, that I've left the state of Texas in now 25 years. Yeah. So the whole aspect of saving money is going along with my new year's resolution and just to travel at least once a year, you know, just get out of Texas, go get away and see the world because before you know it, you're going to start your career. When you start your career, you get married and then kids and then all that shit happens. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do shit until they're grown. Basically. Or, or you could get, I mean, injured or something can happen. And Anything can any, happen. Yeah. And so you just want to, you just really just want to experience as life is the most broad spectrum of life you can you don't want to be stagnant in one area and experiencing the same experiences exactly. over and over and last year literally opened up my eyes as opposed to like every other year you know we always did the same shit go on a little trip down to the beach but last year actually you know i went to new orleans for oh yeah i remember that shit was dope. it was it was awesome i, I think you talked it. about it on the podcast one time yeah i mean i'll always talk about it i'll never forget it's probably one of the best times i've had as an adult, I guess I should Man, say. someone was trying to really pressure me the other day to like go get them to go to Vegas. I was like, bro, I'm not going back to Vegas. Like, if you I go to back Vegas? to Vegas, I've been to Vegas, yeah. I was about to Vegas did. when I was 19. If I go back to Vegas, I might not come back. Like, you know, you've seen me out downtown. I love social being around people. I love going crazy. Dude, Daniel's going to get fucking <laughs> butt raped. Goddamn, dude. He's too social with that shit. Dude, I was like, and this was before I was actually as good as I am talking to me in social like this was when i was kind of all right and i was thriving downtown oh it's all good you can just have a crack okay, cool. i was thriving downtown on the strip in vegas and i was just like this is fucking awesome what well, thing what i think is fun about but going out i'd go broke there and probably be a coke addict <laughs> dude oh my god yeah my my aunt uh paul's mom said that we're not allowed to go together uh, why is that? We caused too much trouble here in Austin if we went to Vegas together. Jesus Christ, we'd probably burn that bitch down. Yeah, I mean that's. But you know what's crazy, man? In Vegas, everyone is like on their A one game. Like people are coming to spend. Like every, no one goes to Vegas just to like have an all. Everyone's trying to go hard as shit. So the energy there is so high. It's it's honestly it's a very unique experience when you when you're on the strip and everyone you see. Every single girl there, I've never seen more beautiful girls and more beautiful women in one spot than Las Vegas. Are you serious? Every girl. And did you go? Every single girl <laughs> has their hair done, nails did, their best dress, their oh, best fancy, shoes. Man. They all dress in with their best shit. So every single girl you see is like, damn, 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 damn. Hey, I'm going to go back to the room. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous. It's out of control. I mean... I, I see the aspect of it. Just, they just told me the same thing about New Orleans. You're going to have this kind of aspect. That's completely different. Everyone thought, like, oh, I thought you were going to do this. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I kind of can handle myself, but if there's something I want to do while I'm there, then I'm going to do that before. But, yeah, New Orleans was dope. Sick. I'm hoping to go to Colorado this year. I want to go to Colorado, too. That, that, that is my main goal. Um, 
And it's not because of the simple fact that there's legalized weed. It's because of the simple fact that I've always wanted to go to Colorado my whole life. Mm. And I'm like, shit, I'm grown. I know people there. Why not? Yeah, I want to go to. I want to go to my. I have a friend, uh, Justin. He lives in um, Santa Monica, California. So I'm trying to contact him to. That'd be dope you know, too. Because if, if I could have a place to stay, that's like a huge expense decrease. You know. Oh, that's what I'm saying. In Colorado, like if you, you know people, I mean that's just networking. If you know yeah. people, hit them up. Say, hey, can I stay here for like a couple nights? And and most of the time, people would like want to host you, so they want to buy you stuff. You know, while you're there, like drinks too and stuff. So you're not spending as much. Well, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I wouldn't care about that. It's just a simple fact that just to stay somewhere oh, saves sure. you so much fucking for sure. money and it's so much hassle. And like, they might drive you around too. Yeah, they actually know what they're doing as opposed to someone that's brand new to the area like how I was in New Orleans and I didn't know where the fuck anything was and I had to walk everywhere. But, you know, it, it, it it's fun. But then again, it's like, dude, I can get lost. And they always said that people get jacked over there if you're not watching out where you're going. Hmm. New Orleans so I was like that's why I was yeah. that's probably the only down part like I had that it's little, a little sketch I mean I had the little chip on my shoulder like shit can go wrong real fast but hmm. I mean I still had a great time there I don't yeah. regret it yeah New Orleans is dope um but yeah that's like a New Year's shit we just got sidetracked but so second thing I want to talk about was um I showed you the Logan Paul video mm-hmm. I'm sure you heard about Logan Paul I'm sure if y'all listened right now everyone should have heard of, shit well how he basically took a picture with a dead body or went to a suicide forest in Japan. Logan Paul's like this YouTuber, um, pretty famous. He has like a huge following on YouTube and he's a vlogger. So he makes money off YouTube. And he basically went to the suicide forest and was laughing at some dead bodies and took a picture with it, put it in his thumbnail to get some clicks for fucking money. And everyone was kind of outraged by it, which I mean, you should be, it's kind of fucked up. I mean, he went about it the wrong way, but I mean, we all, my take on it is we all make mistakes he he probably shouldn't have uploaded it. He probably shouldn't have acted the way he did. But, you know, um, at least he came out and he apologized. And then I saw the videos of him actually in Japan. Yeah, like, it's going so the streets. fucking bad. This dude. dude is like waving fish and asking people if they want fish. And he's like throwing Pikachu balls at people. And like, like Pikachu, I choose arm? you. Like, it's just, just yeah. it's too racist. Like, you get mad at all these other people being racist. Like, this is probably the most racist shit I've, I saw. <laughs> Already in 2018, probably this was in 2017. That's probably the most racist shit that happened in 2017. And it's bad. It, it is bad, but I mean, my whole take on it was, yeah, he fucked up big time. But I'm not big time, but he just he fucked up and he he apologized. And as long as you he lives and he learns from that, and he doesn't make those mistakes again. Then that's that's what we can get get back. And good thing society is there to reinforce those norms. Like yo, you shouldn't do something like take a picture with a dead body for exactly. click, for clickbait to make money. Yeah, like it's, you don't make money off of people. yeah. Who, like, who uh, had a terror? Right like who, who wanted to take their lives because their lives apparently were so bad. But at the same time, is like. We do also live in a very bubble-like society where people get offended super fucking easily. I mean, I'm not someone to be like, oh my God, that's terrible. I'm just like, I see it and I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. And I kind of just move on, you know? I'm not going to binge and cry about it. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to make it a big deal. I'm not going to pay it like watch it and you know well, get that's what i'm saying this motherfucker's still making money for everyone reposting his name reblogging all that shit I'm like he y'all realize y'all are filtering this and we're doing and, it right now yeah, probably <laughs> yeah, probably but yeah. i'm just saying like everyone's instigating it i mean yeah as long as his name is out there and people keep using it he's, he's just gonna make money off of it it's it's crazy man 
It's, it's a shame. Crazy. But I was but, talking yeah. to this uh, this girl, and she was talking about how when she studied abroad overseas, she went to a lot of places, like five different places. She's like, that's kind of how Americans are, like around, like it. It's really weird when Americans go to like other places, like Japan and Europe. They're like kind of assholes. They're like, ah, I'm American, and they like do stupid shit like that. And it's like that's why the kind of the rest of the world sees as Americans like kind of like assholes because we kind of do that. We think we're in some foreign place where. Uh, we don't know anyone. This culture's weird. Let me just do some weird shit. And so people are like, it's fucking American acting fucking retarded. Like, but apparently he even that's said what, in his own video. Yeah. He's a dumb American. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that's what uh, a lot of Americans do when they go places, especially young Americans. They just act fucking weird. Well, I mean, th- th- that's the thing. We need to stop doing that because I know there's some people that actually love Americans. Yeah, yeah there's sure. people that actually fucking hate us. And. Just because we do stupid shit like that. And we're the only ones. But then again, I don't think we are. I mean, we probably might be missing out on all the other foreigners that come here and treat us like, oh, well, this shit's funny. Like, the way they their lifestyles are different. But then again, I'm, I don't know. I mean, you don't, see, you don't see both sides yeah. of the world at that time. Yeah, and that's... And a lot of other, like... I mean, you don't see, like, Japanese people and Mexican people... Like going up to Americans and throwing burgers at their cars or something, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't do like ah fat American. Like, well, yeah, see, see, that was probably don't... like the worst part. Is that like he's walking around with a squid arm and like a fish, and he's like, "Hey, you want this?" Like, you don't do that. Like, you don't go to Mexican with a taco and like, "Hey, you want this?" Yeah, yeah. or like, go to like an America, a fat American, and be like, "Here's a burger. You, you want, want this? You want this burger? You want this burger? A burger with fries? You and want shake? this burger, fries, and shake?" <laughs> yeah, like, like you get your ass. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Like, you don't do it. I don't know. It's just. Even though he said that I'm going here with respect, China is all about respect. That's why I'm surprised he didn't get his ass. It was Japan. But, or Japan. Yeah, but either yeah. way. Yeah, I'm surprised, that, that, some, I'm surprised some dude is. didn't confront him. That's, I'm just saying, like, they're really passive. Um, and you know why he's able to do that? Like, I feel like he he's acts like that. Is because he's actually, he's a black belt in uh, Taekwondo. And he's a all-state uh, wrestling champ in his weight division. In high school, yeah. So I listened to a podcast on him a lot, like a couple years ago. And he talked about his whole background coming up, and yeah, he was a black belt in Taekwondo. And he's in high school, he wrestled and he won the state championship. And That's so it's dope. like, um, he could he could probably handle himself up against ninety nine percent of the world's population. So especially if you're in Japan, yeah. And so <laughs> yeah, smaller people, and uh, he. So I'm sure he feels confident if anyone tries to like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? He's like. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's just the <laughs> cockiness, too. That's what Americans have. But it's still the same fact that, like, you're not at home. Yeah. It's the same fact of going, okay, say you are like in the respecting States. respecting someone else's. Exactly. Yeah. You're you're still in the United States, but you, you go to so, your friend's house, you still show that respect because that's not your home. You're not supposed to do shit there that you don't do at home. Yeah. And th- I think that's a simple concept that most people are getting at. I'm, for one, not going to get butthurt over it like most people are, but it is fucked up. I mean... Yeah, it is what it is. It happened. We can't take it back. It is what it is, and Baker Mayfield will know all about that. Oh because my god, he was super lit during. I fucking that. hate him. I have a grudge on that. Uh, well, sure. the reason why you want to give a background story? Why? So we're gonna start talking about college football guys, in case you haven't noticed by the name Baker Mayfield. I hope y'all but, do. Uh, Jesus Christ. This is what we came to do this podcast for, because the national championship and the games of four were the final four games. They were Oklahoma against Georgia and Clemson versus Alabama. Um, I personally wanted Oklahoma to go on because I wasn't the biggest fan of Georgia, nor am I a fan of Alabama, and I wanted Clemson to go on. I kind of wanted Clemson to win the national championship, but 
I got half of what I wanted. Yeah, you wanted Georgia. I wanted Georgia and Clemson to go. So that that Oklahoma Georgia game was really interesting. Uh, it was it happened last week? Oklahoma was ahead pretty much the whole game. It was a they excellent game, double overtime. Came back to they came back twenty eight points, right? No, they came back. I think like twenty one points, like three touchdowns. Maybe. Yeah, that was bad. Or twenty points. Um, but you couldn't really tell by watching the game. It looked kind of steady, like because what happened was like Oklahoma would kick a field goal and they would score a touchdown. Oklahoma would kick a field goal and they score a touchdown. You know, so so they were kind of like. You mean Georgia? Oklahoma? I mean Georgia. Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma would kick a field goal and Georgia scored a touchdown. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they were kind of like putting points on the board, but they weren't scoring touchdowns and they'd get a turnover and Georgia would you know return for touchdown or something like that. And um, it was a very good. It was the best bowl game I've seen all year. I mean, it was super That's good. That's what I heard. It was honestly like, just the highlights. I'm like, damn, dude, I missed a hell of a game. That was an game. epic game. I missed a hell of a game. Man, everyone played good. Both sides, both defenses, both offenses. It was like a, well, a good, fun game to watch. Stupid schedule. And then yeah. the fucking <laughs> Clemson and Alabama game, which made me so mad on so many levels. I wanted Wasn't it like a blowout, though? Yeah, Alabama blew them out. Yeah, I was going to say, it was like not compared to last year. Like, last year... That was the, the, last such year a good was a good game. That was like, might have been the, one, of the, one of the best national championship games I've ever seen. And now they just, like, shit the bed. Uh, they fucked up, man. Well, it's because the Clemson quarterback went to the NFL. He plays for the Texans now, and he's mm-hmm. good as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Trust me, I, I picked him up. Mm-hmm. Did no one know his do good? Yeah, he didn't get injured though. Yeah, he got injured on yeah. practice. What was his name? Uh, Jane. No. What the fuck? Jane Watson. Watson. There you go. Forgot his first name. I forgot. I don't. I'm so care. Quarterback for Texans. Watson. Um, good as fuck. But um, national championship game tomorrow or no wait Monday 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 night Monday night. Uh, Alabama and Georgia. Two SEC teams in Atlanta. The Falcon Stadium. Intense. I really want Georgia to win. I want Georgia to win so bad. Everyone does because Alabama is the New England of. You well, know. they're just like a. They're not even like anything else in any other sport. They're just a powerhouse. They literally have half their players every year go to the NFL, and it seems like they just reload with another half, mm-hmm. ten to twelve NFL players the next year. Yep. It is absolutely absurd, the amount of talent that goes into Alabama. Uh, yeah, but then again, I think that's where you get um, like. People are starting to venture out to other universities so they can actually stand out. I mean, I don't yeah. see why they don't. I'm okay. Well, say it again. That's you, a good you, point. you get to the University of Alabama and you win the championship, but why would you stand out with a group of people where you're less likely to get drafted instead of standing out somewhere else? That's this. somewhat decent, probably good, but you get your name out there because that's what you're there for. You're not there. To promote the team, the you're there to promote yourself because yeah. yeah. you're going into the NFL. You, you want to promote yourself. You're basically building your resume. Exactly. So this is there's two takes on that. There's like the one player who's really good, who knows if he goes to Alabama, if he's a running back at Alabama. There's three other running backs ahead of him, and he's like, damn, like I'm gonna have to sit t- red shirt my freshman year, sit my second year. I might play my my sophomore year. You know, what I'm saying my third year in the university, go to school for three years. And that's um, if someone bigger, better, and faster doesn't come beat up. you. Yeah. yeah, and and but. Or I could go to like um, like a UTSA or something, you know, or what, you know, what I'm saying, and start and play four years and put up crazy numbers in a conference, you know, what I'm saying that's not that good. Where I get a full ride scholarship, I'm guaranteed all the stuff, you know, what I'm saying. And it's, so it's like, or like University of Houston, or you know, wherever you would go, that's not see, a big name school. I, I wouldn't go down that far. Oh, okay. I mean, well, there's, there's, still, there's still big schools out there that you can make your name, you know, but just Alabama is probably one of the worst ones, just because Alabama's always in championship. I mean, damn it! If someone was in Georgia right now that they're doing badass, they're probably gonna get um, drafted before well, anyone yeah, in Alabama. The running backs in Georgia are pretty good, but he, here's also the the take on it, which 
reason why a lot of people do go to Alabama is because the competition at practice is better than playing the competition being on a starting team and competing against other players. Like you are, you're, you're playing against the first team of Alabama, which is better. This has players better. So you're basically playing against better competition the best the best. in college football. So like, why would you want to play against any other competition rather than the ones at Alabama? So they go there and I think it shows because they, when they, when they finally do get to play, they fucking kill it in one year. And you're like, Oh my, where'd this guy come from? They're like, well, it's cause he's been playing two years against the fucking starting lineup of mm-hmm. the Alabama national championship yeah. team. Like no wonder he's killing it. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe last year he was back up, but now like the, Started left. He started now, and yeah. he knows what to do. He's ready to go. Yeah, he was trying to get a spot in the starting lineup against the national championship. I was say, like, he's fighting number for one it. defense in the country. Yeah, I was like, he's fighting for it for like a year or two, and now he's got it. You think you yeah. bet your ass he's gonna fight for it even more now that he has it? He was trying. Yeah, he's in practice trying to maneuver and juke NFL linebackers and defensive ends. So of course he's gonna be good as shit. And those boys can move. God damn it! I've seen I've seen all that shit. Like the motherfuckers can move. It, it's surprising from the college level. To NFL, like just their um, agility is a big ass difference. Oh, big the, ass difference. Their agility, and especially on defense, the ability to especially make a defense. tackle, mm-hmm. like close out, like that agility, that last lateral to step like, to break it down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In NFL, they don't miss. They just don't miss tackles, and that's why there's so many big plays in college football because you make that one person miss and you're gone 20, exactly. 30 yards until like the the next person can probably catch up to you. But in NFL, it's not like that. It's a lot more fast paced. I mean, I had my friend. He was he played for Dallas for, I think, two years. He was a cornerback. Um, first year he did decent, you know. Um, and then all of a sudden he just shit the bed. Like every they ran all over him. He's not there anymore. But but still, some fact that like it's so much different and. I never realized that until he was actually there because I played with him in high school. Mm. And I like, I mean, I was right there with him. But the simple fact is that the NFL made him look like garbage. It's like, damn. Like, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, not it's, even it's fair. A, if you think about it, it's like the 10% of all high school football players make it to play college football. And then it's the 1% of yeah. college football players that actually even make it to make the it NFL. To, so it's like the one one millionth of a percent who people who play in like high school even make it to that like exactly yeah so out of like the million kids that are playing in like texas maybe like five this year will actually make it to the nfl probably yeah i mean because like like i said out of all the people i knew growing up i only know one person actually made it to the nfl everyone there's a lot i knew a lot of people that made it to college but the NFL, I won't on one yeah there was a guy in my high school scott solomon he actually lives out in westlake he lives uh close to where i work um, and he'll come in sometimes, and he's still huge as fuck. Uh, he played defensive end for our school, and he would literally his only move was just to like hike, and he would just lay the person out front. Like he would just bull rush every time and get to the court. He was so fucking good. He ended up getting a scholarship at Rice. He played four years at Rice, all American in the or all conference. Probably play with the he, quarterback that came from Vista Ridge. Oh really? Because yeah, there's a there's starting quarterback for like he went there for four years. Oh, I bet you they did play together. Yeah, they probably I, know I each other. Say, yeah, that they, they went there. He was a senior when I was a freshman. So they he, totally he, did because he, he was, graduated. Away. He was. He graduated. Oh seven. He was older than me. Okay, so he definitely. Played they definitely played together. together. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, he he ended up getting drafted by the Titans. He played like three, four years with the Titans, and then he got traded to the Steelers. He played like three years, two, three, two, three years with the Steelers, mm-hmm. and he played in the league for like I don't know. Five six years or something, and then uh, yeah. So now he's out of the league. What? 
Yeah, he just, I guess it's just, it's just hard. I mean, I mean, I, well, yeah, I mean, just to say tip-top shape, yeah, like, that's what I was telling my cousin the other day, is like, the NFL is changing. The NBA is changing. Yeah. Everything's changing. Like, All the younger kids, they're making it more well, elite than the, it was before, it, it, you know? It is, and it's, it's, it's way Friday more. night football mm-hmm. is dictating how Saturday night football is played, and then that Saturday night football is dictating how NFL Football is going to be played, and it goes all the way back down to how these up-tempo offenses. Mm-hmm. Ever since, and just like basketball, we were watching with Lamelo Ball earlier. This up-tempo offense go, now, go, go. Golden State, Houston, the two best teams in the league, um, uh, the fucking Celtics. They're all up-tempo. They're all just run and gun and shoot threes. Just go, because, go, 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 go. Yeah, it's like it's a game of, and it's funner to play like that. It's, it's almost a fun. game of chance at that point. And it's like you want to be more skilled. Because now play, players are more skilled in sports now than ever, just due to accessibility. That's what I'm saying. Like it's more elite than it was even five years ago. Jesus Christ, it's ridiculous it what people can do now. And that's why I think they're all talking about like, oh, Steph Curry is breaking all the records, or LeBron James. Dude, a kid ten years from now, Ben Simmons, or you know whoever the youngest player is right now, is the best player, he's gonna break every LeBron record, or he's gonna break every Tom Brady record. The records are meant to be broken. Well, <laughs> I the, mean, the, the game is changing is. so fast. Yeah. The numbers. Back in the day in the NFL, throwing 300 yards in a game was unheard of. Yeah. Because they would run the ball the whole time. And now it happens like almost every game. Every game. If you don't throw 100 yards, 300 yards, it's like, eh, it's all right game. Yeah. I mean, you're not throwing three touchdowns? Eh, sorry. Three touchdowns was like, oh my God. How much did, um, you know, Brett Favre throw three touchdowns? Oh my fucking God. Brett yeah, Favre. That's what made him a franchise quarterback. And now that everyone's Aaron doing Rogers it. Aaron Rodgers throwing it, like six it, touchdowns. It's expected now. It's and, expected. And that's what I'm saying that the game, every game is changing to a more elite level that. No matter what, it's hard to stay on tip-top shape. Otherwise, you can get beat up by someone younger, faster, and stronger. And that is the reason why you don't... I mean, it, it's bad. You have to have a fallout plan if you get beat out. And then you have to retire. Or you just get dropped and you can't get rehired. You gotta, you gotta be able to adapt to environment. That's what we are, man. Humans are very adaptive creatures. We are the number one species compared to this nature versus nurture. So like a elephant will be born an elephant. Like a, say a giraffe will be born immediately knows how to walk the moment it's 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 born and that is such a hardwiring nature aspect because a giraffe has very primal instincts and so it knows how to survive how to walk turn its head and immediately has its senses and ready to go humans are the most nurture objects when a baby is born it can't do shit it is so ready for it to gather information to adapt to its environment and that's what we're supposed to be taught everything as opposed to just knowing how to do things yeah that's why we went away from that nature aspect we're now more nurture like learn teach me how to do stuff and even now as grown adults we have to adapt Mm -hmm. and just yeah like i said it's just harder to maintain your tip-top shape if you have people younger just ready yeah just ready to go like if you you can be a top dog and then just get beat out by a rookie like that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It is. It is. Deshaun Watson. That's his Deshaun name. Watson. Deshaun is, Watson. My bad. That was random, but yeah. Quarterback well, for the Texans. Well, I mean, that, that, that's an example. He's a rookie, and they drafted him specifically to be the starter. But at first, they were kind of sketchy just because he's you know, a rookie. He didn't know the playbook. Savage was garbage. So, obviously, they took the chance on Watson, and there you go. Savage has, you know, he. I would say he's more of a veteran than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson did like ten times better. So you just have to stay on top of your game. The, the young guns have the, you know, the mobility to move. If you don't know how to play, you can't play. Uh, yeah, and and it's very you see on often 
the defense has to adapt, the offense has to adapt, so even special teams. It's uh, it's interesting. But uh, let's go back to this national championship game, Monday night, Alabama Georgia. Who you got, Nico? Georgia, aka Speedy. <laughs> Speedy. Uh, I go. I want Georgia. I got Georgia too. I, what do you I'm think the score is going to be? Georgia. I don't know the exact score, but I think Georgia is going to win by four. Hmm, four. Let's say 20, 23-27. Hmm, that's good. Just because they're, they're they're a ball out defense. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say twenty seven thirty. Ooh, Georgia. Okay. Alrighty. So you got the three point differential. I got the yeah. four. All I got right. them winning on a field goal last minute. Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, I don't need that. <laughs> hey, I predicted last year's uh, national championship. Fuck off, man. <laughs> that was bullshit too. Alrighty, y'all. That was me, Nico. Uh, we about to go celebrate Bryce's twenty uh, first uh, birthday. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all take a shot or drink a beer for him. Yep, when you listen to this. I don't even care if you're driving on the way to work. You go pull over to a bar and you take a shot. I don't give a damn (laughs) if it's 6 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. You better do it. Yep. All righty, y'all. Later.